The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Speakernomics Podcast, the official podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Robert Kennedy III, RK3, that's me. Speakernomics is a show where we flow and go and help you to know how to grow a thriving speaking business. Why? So you can change the world. Of course, now join me for that journey, will you? So you've done everything you know. You've created crazy content. You've made the calls. You've done the emails. You've set up the campaigns, the funnels, the tunnels, followed all the guru advice. And now you sit by the phone waiting, 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 anticipating that call from the event planner. But then silence. The call doesn't come or it comes, but you need five because, you know, you've got Williams bills to pay and, and the life to support. What do you do as a professional speaker when you're getting a drip instead of a waterfall? How do you make more pineapples? What are your options when the planners aren't opting in? Let's talk about it with my guest today, Kenneth Kinney, the shark. Welcome to the show, my friend. KK2, that's me. How are you? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Well, listen, man, we are going to have a good old time today. So, okay, shark, most people are scared of sharks, but I know you didn't bring danger. I know you brought diamonds. What's your one big business tip for today? All right, so creating an event like throwing your own conference is a great way to put your money or excuse me, pineapples, where your expertise is. <laughs> we all, you know, are experts in our field. And this gives you an amazingly different perspective in the way that you look at your own speaking brand, the value in the words we actually speak, how you look at other speakers to help you understand why a meeting planner may have picked you or them, because now you are the meeting planner. And also look at your expertise and what you truly bring. And it gives you an amazing way to look at that in a different way. I love it. I'm excited about our conversation. Before we get the skinny from Kenneth Kinney, the shark, I just want to remind you to hop on over to the Speakernomics voicemail box. We ask a question every weekend. We love to play your answers on the show or just hear from you in general. OMG, I miss you when you don't voicemail me. So head on over to Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail. That's Speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail and we'll play your message on the show. Listen out for today's question just a little bit later on and then head on over to the link with your computer or your mobile device speakernomics.com forward slash voicemail let your voice be heard all right let's get into it our guest today kenneth kinney is a digital marketing expert a dallas cowboys fan <laughs> a former stand-up comic on a mission to help brands be more curious and less misunderstood. And he's got a few tattoos of parakeets. No, of course, he's got shark tattoos on his body. Kenneth, 
Kenny, the shark. I'm so glad you're here today, my friend. What's new in your world? Tell me what's new uh, outside of sharks. Uh, true. Well, my, my life has spent a lot of time in the water. I try to go as often as I can uh, to go diving with sharks. I've been swimming uh, in scuba diving with them for four plus decades. You said wow. Kenneth, skinny on Kenneth Kinney. I wish uh, people could call me skinny anymore, but that's another story. Uh, but really, it's it's uh, working on a conference that I'm putting together today. And it's as much as I've worked on events over the years, spoken at, you know, hundreds and hundreds of events, this has been uh, so much more eye-opening than I ever expected, mainly because it was on my dime as well. Wow. I've helped organize events, and, and this has just been a pretty exciting effort, at least on my part, what I'm, what I'm working on, and, and it's been really exciting. So that's why I'm glad to share it with you today. So let's dive into that. Was the idea to put together an event just an evolution, just the next stage in your speaking business, or was it in response to something specific that was or was not happening in your business? Sure. Well, three years ago, I thought that I was ready to put on an event. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you heard of COVID, but it kind of <laughs> shut down much of our speaking, including mine, because I was doing really well back in 2019. And in 2020, when everybody else was uh, right before that, you know, dreaded part of March when everything was going on, I was in the Bahamas uh, on a sh another shark diving trip. It's where I go a lot. Wow. And I got the call from the wife says, you need to get over here. So I turn on the news and everything's starting to shut down. But I was at the time I was looking at a contract when I was there that had been emailed to me. I was going to put on my own event that was really going to be focused on performance marketing and sales and customer experience and helping brands grow. And all that got put on hold. I ended up taking over and I'd put on events in the past, never on my own dime, but I was really eager to put on that event at the time. Mm -hmm. So I let it build and I you know, pick my speaking business back up. I speak at all kinds of events all over the country, especially in the corporate world. But I started working heavily in the, the home services space as a result of a lot of the speaking gigs I was getting. And I was noticing that there was a message, you know, we all have that message. We want people to really change the world with our with what we're going to say. And I knew that part of that, I could have an impact in that area in the home services space. Yeah. So I decided to pull together a niche that I didn't even think I was necessarily going to fall into, although I had worked in it. And, and that's where the, the evolution of the event came. And I wanted to start pulling together, uh, really sort of testing my mettle in speaking, just like I did in what I do from a day-to-day -day marketing strategy type role. So you said, put on my own events and it you rolled off your tongue. It sounded fairly simple. I was just sitting in my office at home. I was sitting in my living room and it came to me to put on an event. Is it simply just ideating or just coming up with it in your head? What is it that people need to do as they consider putting on an event? Prayer, lots of prayer. <laughs> um, that, that's first, but you yeah. really have to be uh, operationally a good planner. Mm -hmm. So what? What a lot of the things that we do, we all, for example, I'm going to give you an example just from a marketing perspective. Yeah. We all know how to create our own content on Canva. We love Canva. We hear Canva, Canva, Canva all the time, and we dabble in that to create content. But how do you create content that actually gets people interested in attending an event? Mm -hmm. We all are often think about going up and perfecting what we do on stage, and that's always needed 
to deliver a great speech to someone, but that think about the process of what it takes to get there. Yeah. And so it is a lot of prayer and a, and a lot of humility, but really you start to thinking about what are the kind of speakers that are really going to deliver a true impact mm-hmm. to that audience, yourself included. Is your expertise really going to help them? Are they going to listen to you? Are they going to take what you've done and make it actionable? Because we all have great stories, but is it always the right story for the people in your event? So when you create an event like that and attract that right audience, you're sort of bringing the the message and the messengers with the audience together. And it's just a different, I mean, we do this a lot of times with retreats, yeah. but I'm talking about putting hundreds of, of butts in seats, if you will, who are all paying a significant amount of pineapples. Yeah. And when you're when you're also the event organizer trying to put that together, you you start looking at what are the words that you have to say? Is it really going to help people with actionable takeaways? Because we talk about that all the time. Is that going to help them grow whatever effort they're taking? Maybe their personal brand could be their corporate brand, could be whatever. They just need to be motivated. Yeah. Whatever it is. So as a speaker who gets hired by an organization, you sign a contract or an agreement and they say, yep, we're going to pay you 5,000 pineapples or if you want to get tropical papayas, right? And then you do the, you do the event, you get the check. But putting together your own event is very different. There's some risk involved yep. inside of that. Yeah. <laughs> a little, little bit. How does somebody mitigate that risk from a marketing perspective to make sure that you're able to to live to cover the cost of the event plus plus pay yourself a lot of different ways one look at your community because that community also includes attendees mm-hmm. but it also includes sponsors sponsors for the right kind of show help mitigate a lot of the risk and you can go into an event knowing that you're going to over deliver on value to them mm-hmm. by Where they're making an investment in you, they're not doing a sponsorship, they're doing a partnership. And we build these relationships with these companies who know that if you have the right voice to those people, there's a significant amount of money that can be there to help pull together. I've on this event, and I have a business partner who's done a phenomenal job helping with this conference, is we're handpicking the sponsors. Mm to make certain that they're not just sponsors. These are people that are going to partner with companies to help them grow their business the right way, yeah. at least the right way in our own minds. And that that really can help mitigate a lot of the risk. Is it easy for me as somebody who now starts to think about, because I do live a lot of humility. I'm always amazed that anybody pays me <laughs> five-figure mangoes and, and papayas and pineapples. Now I'm actually paying some folks that are that level. of, And that's a different, um, it starts making you question a little bit yeah. You know, why is someone paying you? Why am I paying them? And it and it helps you understand the true value because it was very easy for me to look at this person and say, This is I know exactly why I need to pay this person five figure papayas. Right. Wow. I know that a lot of people, as they listen to this podcast, we actually had a guest a few episodes ago that talked about retreats. So if you're listening to the Speakernomics podcast, go back and check out Elaine Rodriguez's podcast episode where she talked about retreats. But we're talking about events today, and a lot of people would love to consider putting on their own events, but they're scared because they don't know why somebody would come to their event. 
Do you have any thoughts or advice about how to know what to put together an event around so that people would attend? So I think the thing you really have to do is measure. I mean, there's a lot of promotion in what we do, Mm -hmm. but if you've delivered a speech enough, you're able to measure the return that you've provided to people. And if you're able to do that, you can basically then amplify that. I know what return I've given on the advice I've given. Yeah. And I know that that has resulted in good sales and revenue and more success for people. I'm leaning into that and knowing that I truly feel confident about, you know, my street credibility, if you will, mm-hmm. has helped me give me the a different level of confidence and knowing that I can curate that along with other brilliant folks who are speaking to really provide true value to that those people. It's it's worth that's what you have to lean into. You have to lean into that expertise if you know that it provides value to those people and you are able to measure those results and help them continue to grow. Everybody wants to listen to great advice if it helps them continue to grow. You just have to lean into that. Yeah. Now I don't want to back you into a corner here, but I do want a recommendation. Okay. (laughs) Nobody backs baby in a corner or shark. Because you're a shark. Yes. That's right. That's kind of dangerous. Don't back a shark into a corner. (laughs) Now, would you recommend that someone who is a beginning or early stage speaker host events? Or is that something that they should wait for a little bit to do? When we're talking about events, this is more of a true conference. Um, if you have a retreat and you have a good community of 20, correct, you can make a fantastic living. You can probably make more than I'll make on a, on a group of two to 500. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it unless you absolutely knew that you had the kind of content. Because this is what a lot of the, the events that struggle to me that provide, let's say, tactical advice of any kind. Mm-hmm. They often struggle with the quality of content that goes up there. Right. And you still got to be a good speaker. I'm not going to call myself a great speaker, but you still need to have to be a good speaker, a really quality speaker that can deliver a message, not just have the reps, but provide a message that people will listen to. And if you can orchestrate it that way and you've put in that time, yeah, you know, I don't necessarily believe that it has to be a, a junior or a senior person to put on that event, but you've got to at least be a good enough speaker mm-hmm. to be able to pull that off. Yeah. What qualifies as an event, man? Is it two hours, three hours, a full day, two days? What would you say is a type of event that you normally put on or that people may want to consider putting on as they get into this event space? So the event I'm putting on is a two-day, full-day, I would say generally a one- to three-day event. You could put on a one-day event, which is probably something I'll do uh, down the road Mm -hmm. that are more workshop-related, but with less keynotes in it. I don't think there's necessarily a magic number. It's just I'm cramming in a lot of great content, but not too much. It's trying to get that porridge just right that really makes... um, You'll know the recipe when when the pie tastes good. You'll know it when you taste it. Yeah. And that's what I've been, you know, I, there's probably not a day that goes by now uh, in a six-month window where I haven't spent at least a half hour looking at the content and re-swizzling it a little bit here and a little bit there, trying to see, do I need more paprika, a little more salt? <laughs> what, do, what do I need? Yeah, yeah. This is fascinating, man. And I know that a lot, pe- lot of people listening to this are considering events and ready to 
add that as a, an arm to, to their business. And we could go all day sharing the shark perspective on this, because I know you've got ocean tons of information to share. And I'd love to have you back on the show. As a matter of fact, how about I just give you the show? You, you want to be the host of Speakonomics, man? I would love to. Okay, well, you got it. Here are the keys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my goodness. That's right, Speakernomics fan. My time has come. Robert Kennedy III RK3 is just about to exit the building, and Speakernomics will have a new host, and our new host is, drumroll, The Shark, Kenneth Kinney. It's official, my friend. I appreciate (laughs) it. You're in. Yeah, man, I have listened to so many episodes that you've done over the year, and you've set the bar incredibly high. I think you took what Tom started out when they rebranded this as Speakernomics a few years ago. Yeah. You've raised it, and it's been very helpful to me because it's it's honestly, it's really easy to listen to the, your old shows and get that feel. And, you know, I'll put my own little paprika and salt on it and, and do a little bit different. But, I expect it. But you do. You learn, um, you know, you sort of listen to – to Robert's uh, uh, RK3-isms, and then, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's what the audience identifies with. So you put your own, you know, taste and flavor on it, but you still got to uh, cook up a great recipe. So tell yeah. me what you've learned from being on the show, because you're a successful speaker. I know you've probably been interviewed on hundreds of podcasts on your own, but what have you learned as the host of NSA's show? Wow, that's a big question. And I've had so many phenomenal guests throughout the year. I think I've learned something from each of them. Majority of them have been NSA members. Some of them have not been NSA members. A couple of them, at least one of them that I know of, has become an NSA member because (laughs) we had them on the show. And learning from each of them has been a great experience, from Kelly Swanson to Delator McNeil and Bryn Tillman and Nate Woodbury on his YouTube stuff, man. The incomparable Patricia Fripp we've had on the show this year. Bill Cates, John Chen, uh, Tom Singer, of course. Victor Antonio, who spoke at Influence last year. Uh, Rich Bontrager, Burton Kelso, Grant Baldwin. Man, we've had... Kanika Tolver. We've had so Meredith Elliott Powell. We've had so many phenomenal guests. And so what I've learned is really just to sit and listen to some of the amazing stories that they've got to share. And because they've, they've got treasure troves of advice, man, I've become richer just from being the host, just listening to the people that I've had the opportunity and the privilege to interview over the course of this year. So there's so many different, Lord knows there's more than enough places for information out there. Yeah. I have, like a magnet, always gone towards Speakernomics since this launched and even even before with uh, the old episodes that Crystal used to do. Mm-hmm. But where do you think this podcast can help speakers really truly grow their business? Where can it not I mean, we're talking about all sorts of stuff from the beginning speaker to the advanced speaker. We're talking right now about how to add events to your your cachet, to your to your your toolkit. We we talked about retreats a few weeks ago. We talked about burnout 
on one of the most recent episodes. We talked about how to do a podcast. We've had episodes about AI. We've had several episodes about AI and how to add that into your business. We've had specific tool-based episodes with Christian Napier and Rakanto, and we've talked about uh, what what's that tool? Pictory, mm. right? We've we've had quite a few different things. So we're talking about not just the techniques. We're talking about the technologies. We're talking about the self care. We're talking about all of the different aspects of the speaker journey and the speaker. Um, what do you? What's I'm lo- I'm losing my words here. But yeah, being a speaker, yeah. right? We we've talked about all of the different aspects of that. And so from the beginning speaker to the advanced speaker, there's something for everyone in the Speakernomics podcast and the episodes that we've shared. So with humility, I ask, what advice would you give me oh, wow. to make certain that this, this show is successful for the next year? Oh, that's easy. Be you. Be you. You're, you're a speaker. You are a person who has insights. You've already got a, a great, phenomenal story. And I, I know that people are looking forward to hearing more of that. So the same advice that Tom gave me, man, lean into you, be the most authentic you. And as somebody else said, be the U.S. you that you know how to be. <laughs> That's it. Well, one last time, this has been great advice, and it's such an honor. Again, I want to thank you for the service you've provided NSA. I'm looking forward to doing the same, and I'm looking forward to growing uh, just my own knowledge base as as well as helping share with others, as I know you have, and and how it's made you a better speaker as well. So uh, one last time. Wow. We're going to close this out. We're going to close this out. So, everybody, listen, this has been a privilege. It's been an honor for me to be doing, for me to have done this for the last 12 months and for me to be continuing the tradition, for me to have been given the opportunity and the privilege to continue the journey that Crystal Washington and Tom Sanger and others before them have created. And so, I just, as I head on out into the sunset, this sounds like I'm just kind of, we need some old Western music here. (laughs) Like a a harp in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I, as I head off into my next phase, I know that you are in phenomenal hands with the shark, Kenneth Kinney. I want to encourage you to continue listening because even though we've shared a lot of knowledge over the last year, there's more to come. The world isn't going backwards. The world isn't staying the same. It's evolving. It's transforming. And we as speakers have the responsibility to make sure that we stay ahead of the game, that we stay ahead of the curve so that we can be those flashpoints, that we can be those pioneers in helping people to execute their own transformations. So I just want to say thank you. I'm grateful for having had this opportunity. And I just want to share with everybody one last time, make sure that you don't close your mouth. Make sure that you don't stop speaking. Make sure that you don't stop sharing your story because the world needs you. Somebody's out there waiting for you to help them solve a problem. You know, the one that you solve with your message and your voice. This has been another fantastic episode of Speakernomics, the podcast where you learn more about how to, come on, say it with me, Shark. Speak, get paid, repeat. See you next time.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.